We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Quickly tries another one. In and out. Robinson on the foul! Oh, what a slam from Mitchell Robinson! Timeout, Charlotte. The lead is 23. You see some exquisite timing tonight. Some impeccable timing. Normally it's our... The Knicks are doing it at Hardenstein has been able to get a couple of slams on missed shots. And watch Robinson not getting called for the goal 10 here. Also has to adjust his timing. And he does it superbly. Stupendously igniting and exciting the crowd. So nice. We saw it twice. Yeah. Style of his profiling. What? Oh, this isn't good. Okay, well, this post game takes on a bit of a different tenor. The Knicks have applied this per Shams. The Knicks have applied to the NBA for a disabled player exception worth seven point eight million, as the franchise projects center Mitchell Robinson will miss the rest of the season. Sources tell the Athletic and Stadium. Major development as Robinson had ankle surgery last week. Well, that is a fucking blow. Mm. That's a blow. That's a that's a big blow. Um. Mm. All right, time to recalibrate a little bit. Um. No, Kevin, I don't, I don't think Quentin Grimes' confidence is shot. Okay, we could move on. Uh. So. Uh, we'll get to Fred's comment in a second. Uh, as Fred just texted me a minute ago saying he wants to see my reaction when the when I see the Mitch injury news. Ah, uh, fuck. Mm. All right. Uh, let's do a quick recalibration here. This hurts. I know he was going to be out for two, two and a half months. But to know now that you're not potentially, uh, potentially, right? Potentially. Getting Mitchell Robinson back for the entire season, um, it lowers the ceiling of the team for sure, because the best version of this team and the version of this team that is able to play the sort of defense that could win you a playoff series, 
that version includes Mitchell Robinson. That's my first. That's my first instinct. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know that they could defend well enough. Now, as I say that, as I say that, I am also very cognizant and aware of the fact that the two teams that the two teams that the Knicks are very likely to run into in if they if they get into the playoffs, which again is it's, I, I know they won tonight. I know we're all feeling good. Is no given. Um, Boston and Milwaukee are two teams that well Boston especially, but I also think Milwaukee are not great matchups for Mitch. Um, he doesn't do well when there's a stretch five on the floor, and when it's a stretch five that could actually really hurt you, like. Kristaps, it seems to get in his head. That's partially on the scheme, but I also think it's partially on Mitch. I've not liked how Mitch has looked against stretch fives for a little while now. Um, but you need to get to a series against Boston and Milwaukee first. And again, that takes back, me back to my original point and that like Mitchell Robinson was going to help you do that. And now again, you may not get him or you probably won't have him. So that's a big deal. And he's just like, man, without him, just the mentality of your team, I think, shifts so much because just him being back there, it's almost like what Jalen Brunson is and Julius Randle is on on the offensive end, where you're like, you know you have those guys who are going to make those tough shots. When you have Mitch back there, you know you have Mitch out back there. So you know if you do blow a coverage or or if something goes wrong on the defensive end, you know that like he's back there. He's going to be able to cover up. He's going to be able to play two-on-one defense. Like They don't have that anymore. That is such a big part of the mentality of their team. And to not have it anymore uh, for the rest of this year is a huge blow. Um, so that's my first thought. Said the thing about Boston, Milwaukee. Har- Listen, Harnstein's awesome. And I do think that there is a longer conversation to be had about whether the benefits of Isaiah Hardenstein with this particular unit that he starts with. I think there is a conversation to be had. And again, it, it, it probably depends. I mean, look, they need to get through the rest of the season first. But like you, we could sit here and we could have a discussion about it against in certain matchups. Like is what all the things we talked about earlier about what Hardenstein gives you. Is that actually more beneficial than than what Mitch brings? I, it's an interesting conversation. The, the other part, though, is the, the depth part of it. Like, man. All right, this is per Fred Katz. I'll just read this. Um, To get a disabled player exception, the NBA's doctors uh, have to believe that a player is substantially more likely than not to be out through June 15th. The Knicks wouldn't apply for it if their doctors didn't believe that was the case. Terrible blow for both Mitch and the Knicks. Yeah. Um, And then this is per Steph Bondi. The Knicks never disclosed Robinson's injury, but I've heard it was a fracture and required the insertion of screws. So, so this gets to the other part of this, 
the $7.8 million exception that they're applying for because they're obviously not applying for that for their health. Uh, no, no pun intended. They, if I think they do now need to add a piece, uh, Jericho Sims, I'm not going to sit here and, and disparage Jericho Sims. Jericho Sims, is a, a really nice find at the 58th pick in the draft for the regular season. If he's coming in off your bench and playing, you know, uh, 10, 12 minutes a night, you know, for stretches of the season, that, that that's fine. That's what he should be doing. If you're a team that intends on winning a playoff series, like you're not talking about Jericho Sims. And I mean, my God, does it pain me? Does it pain me to say this? But Taj at this point in his career, same, same category. Like I, I, I'm nobody, there's literally no one. I don't think Taj's family loves Taj Gibson more than me. I think even Taj would probably admit that on a, on a team with designs of winning a playoff series, uh, would would he he's probably not the guy that you want to count on to play upwards of like twenty minutes on some nights, which th- if they if this team didn't make a move. So now you apply to that for that exception. We'll see if they get that exception. If they get the exception, I mean you could fit some guys into that exception. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and go through the league right now. Uh you know, seven point eight million that's a not insubstantial amount. You know, obviously, you, essentially, it, it's it's treated like a traded player exception. So you can send someone out, and if the salaries don't match up, you can fit them into that exception. Now, what I'm not sure about, and what I don't know, Fred's still listening. Um, I'm sure he's already doing his research on this, or he may actually have this off the top of his head, or anybody else could chime in. Pretty sure the Knicks are dangerously close to the luxury tax. Uh, so, and even more than that, uh, they are, uh, hard capped this year. So I'm not sure how that works. Um, are they, are they even going to be able to spend that entire exception? Obviously it would depend on the money going out. I think it would depend on the money going out in the deal. Um, yeah, right on cue. Here's here's uh, here's Jeremy. So the disabled player exception, yes, worth half of Mitch's salary. The Knicks have to stay under the hard cap because of the uh, DiVincenzo was signed uh, using the the full mid level. So that's one seventy two point three. Uh, any player they acquire via trade with the disabled player exception has to be on an expiring contract, and the exception can only be used on one player. So again, I don't know. I forget what their salary is at. Right now, uh, I'll just look it up and then we can move on with the show because I don't really think I have anything else to say uh, on this. All right. So the Knicks right now, in terms of their salary cap this year, are at 162.58. So the hard cap is 172.3. I hope that I'm going by the total cap number on spot track. Now, I think that number is accurate. I I know that there's some like chicanery in terms of like unlikely bonuses and like whether that factors into the total cap number in certain scenarios. But it looks like if I'm going off of the spot track number, 
and again, I'm, I'm, if this is wrong, I apologize, and I'm sure somebody will correct me. Um, it looks like they will be able to use the entirety of the disabled player exception if, if they 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 get it granted to them. Um, but again, the player would need to be on an expiring contract. Um, oh man, I'm gonna look it up just because I know. I mean, they've been linked to this fucking guy for half a decade, and well, I mean, the team is still trying to win. Yeah, he's on an expiring. Uh, yeah, Drummond makes three point three six million. <laughs> I don't love him. Never have been a huge fan of Andre Drummond, but like in terms of fitting what the Knicks kind of look for in that sort of player. <laughs> ah, God, that's painful. But I just said Andre Drummond's name on a fucking, what, what was a very happy post-game podcast. How the hell do we get here? Uh, okay. Um, let's keep it going. I think we had a, um, Fred Katz super chat. Yes, Fred Katz back during simpler, happier times. Some multi-time All NBA players not in the Hall of Fame. Lamarcus Aldridge probably won't make it. Uh, I'll bet you a beer that he will. Fred, uh, Kevin Johnson. That's a that's a good one. I think KJ made three All NBAs, and I think he was like a five-time All Star. Mark Price. Mark Price might be the best player of the last, or had the best resume of any player in the last forty years to not be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Gilbert Arenas, Chauncey Phillips, Chauncey's getting in. Penny, weird career. Kemp, kind of weirdish career. Marquise Johnson, Brandon Roy, obviously weird career. Jermaine O'Neal, to we a uh, weird career. Um, Darren Williams, weird career. Sean Marion, I think Marion gets in too. I got to tell you, I think Marion gets in. I think Chauncey gets in. And Kevin Johnson and Mark Price, in my book, should be Hall of Famers. I think those guys are, they meet the, whatever the hell the NBA's criteria are. But the, thank you, Fred. That's a great list. Oh, man. Uh, Juanon, smacking around younger brother is a lot more fun when they talk shit before. I didn't even know they talked. Did, did somebody talk shit? This just felt like bullying. Three, and t- three of 20 shooting while your boys are lighting it up on the other team. I had to feel... Uh, for I'm assuming you feel for Mikal. Yeah, it was rough, rough night for Mikal Bridges. It happens. Um, <clears throat> let's keep moving these along. Uh, feels like a different, different freaking live stream now. Uh, Josso Focus think RJ is now the team's best free throw shooter officially. He might be by the numbers. He might be. I, I think I still trust. Actually, man. Is it scary to say I might trust RJ at the line more than anybody else right now? Because Brunson, he he misses some, some, some ones every now and then that are big ones. Uh, Quickly can miss him. Randall could miss him. You know, good 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 job, RJ. Thanks, Joe. Sean with a W. There are fifty five games left. Thirty are at MSG. Talk soon. I like it. I like it. The Mitch news hurts, but good good slate set up. And again, great job, uh, Sean. Thank you for filling in for me during the last game. Anthony Sixto, what's going on, Anthony? This is me overreacting, but is prying Drummond from the Bulls a play now that Mitch is out? Yeah, well, it's tough because you're looking around the league for, t- I mean, first of all, the Bulls, the Bulls beat the Lakers tonight. 
like so the Bulls are winning. The Bulls are now, I believe, seven and three since uh um Levine went down. They're twelve and seventeen. They have the same they're nine and a half games back, same as the Raptors. Like their ownership, their front office, like continues to talk about them like like you you heard reports that like they do want to keep Caruso because he's he helps them win games. And like they want to make a win now trade involving Levine if they trade him. Like this not, so like are they throwing in the towel? You don't know. Um Atlanta's gonna keep going for it, I would think. Not that I I mean so that but this is the problem too. It's like well Atlanta wouldn't even be a candidate because Onyeka just I mean, whatever. I'm getting. There are so they don't they don't qualify. Neither neither of the the Hawks centers qualify for various reasons. I was just thinking of them because they have two really good centers, and you think they would maybe want to trade one at some point. Um, there's so many teams going for it. So you look at the teams that aren't going for it, and then you look at the backup centers on those teams, and you're like, okay, well, I you know Charlotte, they have like some some young players at center, so I don't think they qualify. Like Gafford makes too much money on Washington. Uh, you want one of the Pistons guys? I'll, I'll pass. Like the, obviously, you know, like Bagley uh, is is not. I don't think he fits, and he makes too much money. Uh, Wiseman, I think, makes too much money. Not that we would want him either. Uh, and then you keep going down the list. Again, you look at the West. It's like everybody's trying to win games in the West. And so, who's not trying to win? The Jazz. God, I guess we're really doing this, huh? Because uh, I'm. I want to look up. <clears throat> I want to look up. Uh, yeah, Olenek makes too much money. That's what I suspected. So that's a no go. Portland, I think, is going to make a push. Um. Now that John Morant's back, great job by them and him getting that win yesterday. They have uh, Xavier Tillman. Oh, Xavier Tillman's on an expiring contract. That's an interesting name. I. <laughs> that's in. That's a name. Xavier Tillman. Like he's a. I wonder if I wonder if he's a name that you you'll hear. Um. What's his face? Uh, Big Bob is out for the year for Portland, but and he also makes too much money. And then uh, San Antonio, I'm pretty sure Zach Collins makes too much money, but I'll, I'll double check that right now. But I, I don't, not that I think they necessarily want to trade Zach Collins, um, or that the Knicks would necessarily want Zach Collins. Yeah, seven point seven, seven point seven. Oh, but he's not expiring. Zach Collins isn't expiring, so neither here nor there. Um. Mm. Man, this is tough. There's really not a lot out there. There's not a lot out there in terms of like centers that are worth bringing aboard. You're going to need to give up probably a pick, right? Second round pick or something. Tough. Thanks, Anthony. 
What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about our new sponsor, Prize Picks. Not only are they the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, but they're also the easiest and most exciting way to play. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, it's just you against the numbers, picking more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection. With basketball season fully underway, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League. This is a league created specifically specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, take Jalen Brunson over in points or Julius Randle over in rebounds and combine it with two NFL picks like Lamar Jackson over in rushing yards or Zach Wilson over in interceptions. Prize Picks is a really simple way to play. Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts. Like on Taco Tuesday each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. PrizePix now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account all basketball season. You know what to do. Go to prizepix.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepix.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix, it's daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, here we go. We got some names. Ken Birch, Nerlens Noel, Dwayne Dedman are all free agents. Uh, I'm good on Nerlens. Uh, Birch is a Birch is an interesting name. Uh, I've always kind of liked Ken Birch. Um, Ded, I mean Dedman was with he was with Miami, I think, right last year. I think so. Um, he could shoot it a little bit. Just I'm now I'm like really trying to rack my brain. I, I I'm pretty sure Rashawn Holmes. Not that I love Rashawn Holmes, but yeah, he makes too much money, so he's not he's not in it. You know who's a guy? Oh man, I know he's expiring, and he doesn't offer the type of rim protection that Tibbs wants. But and he makes too much money anyway. I was looking at Thad Young on Toronto. I mean, I like you know, it, I like Thad Young. He's not playing right now for them. Um. Mm. Man, Dwayne Dedman. That's what we're doing now. Dwayne Dedman. Again, you're not you're not nuts. You're not nuts. Sam Roth, could we trade for a Linux expiring contract? Not uh, not if you want to use the disabled player ex- exception. He makes too much money. Um so that's the that's the issue there. I mean, you want to give up real stuff. So, I mean, again, you don't have to give up. You don't have to fit it into the traded player exception. You could trade. I mean, you could trade Fournier also if you don't want to disrupt your rotation. Um, But then you would need to take something back in addition from Utah. So... I don't, and they don't really have any other fungible salaries that they're just looking to dump. Um, you know, they have Omer Yurtsevin, uh, so that gets you to fourteen. Fournier, what is Fournier making eighteen? So that trade, I'm not sure if that gets it done under the cap. 
Uh, and then, you know, and then all of a sudden now you're getting into, you know, a three for one and, and you're talking about cutting multiple players. And it's like, that's, that's not ideal. I, I don't know. Do they, I mean, Olenek, he's always been a guy that's been interesting to a lot of people because he shoots it. I don't know. Something to name to keep in mind. It's a name to keep in mind. Kevin, um, the Knicks should hire Macri as their defense attorney. <laughs> I was just watching old videos today, and he's an expert in injury law. Seriously. Very funny, Kevin. I appreciate that. Um, Sam Garcia's dad. Does the Mitch news increase the front office's interest in Cat? No, 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 no. First of all, if you're Minnesota, you're you're riding out this season and see where you go. I mean, the, the, you could tell me the Minnesota rules is going to end up in the finals. So they're not, they're not, that's not, no, they're, they're going to, they're going to look to, they're going to look for a stopgap. They're going to look for a stopgap. I think they still like Mitch and believe in Mitch. Uh, I don't, obviously I don't know anything about the injury or the recovery or anything like that. My guess would be that they will, they will anticipate Mitchell Robinson making a full recovery, but I don't think like, no, that's no. Thanks. Uh, Sam Gorsi is dead. Big B what's going on? Big B. Hey, John, is this a championship roster and is it possible? Oh my God. Who are we doing here? Uh, Brunson, Donovan Mitchell, OG and Julius Randall, Mitch. Well, not this year. It ain't Uh bench IQ. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo, uh, Alinek, and Isaiah Hardenstein. Yeah, Alinek is a five, so that's a bit of an issue. I don't know where I didn't see Josh Hart. Um, so you're probably going to want to keep Josh Hart in there because he can't be traded this year. So he's going to be on whatever fake roster you want to put forward. But uh, if you just want to talk about like Brunson, Mitchell, Ananobi, and Randall as a top four. I think that's an interesting top four. You know, I don't know that I would say that the, I, I still don't love the fit with Mitchell and Brunson, but you know, I don't know. It's a lot of talent, a lot of talent. Um, Matt Levine, thanks for the contribution. Appreciate you. Danny Gardner trade for Bogdanovich and one of Detroit's backup bigs uh, give Detroit their pick and one other protected with uh, Evan Fournier. Uh, all right. I mean, we're going through everybody else's roster. We might as well look at Detroit's roster. So, so a um, couple things. Isaiah Stewart, beef stew. He uh, poison pill. Uh, so extended this summer. There was uh, somebody had an article on this recently. Um, so it's a, a tough, tough guy to trade for. Um, it's a sort of trade where you're probably talking about aggregating some significant salaries to try to make the money, the ingoing money match with the outgoing money. Also, like, I think Beef Stew is a guy that like they will probably value higher than just like here, you know, take him. He's, he's good. I know it, obviously it hasn't worked 
with him as the starting four because nothing has worked there. But I don't, I don't see that. Um, you know, Duran is a is a part of their their foundation. They're not they're not trading Jalen Duran. I want nothing to do with Wiseman. I don't. I'm not sure James Wiseman's any good at basketball. I, I maybe he figures it out and makes me look ridiculous. God knows other other players have, but I don't. I don't think James Wiseman is where is what this team should be looking at. And then that leaves um, Marvin Bagley, who. You know, he's got 12.5 this year, 12.5 next year. He's a talented offensive player. Do the Knicks, is that what the Knicks need? Is their backup five? Or for that matter, their starting five? Is, is that what they need? An offensive first big who likes to have the ball? I don't know. You know, they need someone who's going to clean up on the glass. And th- that's the thing about Drummond, right? And look, Drummond, Drummond is a meme. Almost. Well, no, he's not Dwight Howard, but like we, we all know the Andre Drummond experience, right? It's not ideal. Is he any kind of a rim protector at this point? No, he's not a, any kind of a rim protector at this point. There is one thing. There is one thing that Andre Drummond does still to this day, as well as any player <laughs> that has played the game of basketball for the last 20 years. Uh, and that is rebound. Andre Drummond still is as good a rebounder as you'll find. And it, again, if you're looking for someone on your backup unit who like kind of knows how to play a basic drop, pick and roll coverage and is going to get every board on the defensive glass and is going to get you a lot of offensive rebounds too. It's Andre Drummond. That's the, re- that's the only reason like forget the, fact that he you know was got very silly in the beginning in the middle of his career and wanted the ball more and his efficiency tanked and all the stupid trade rumors with the Knicks and like oh the Knicks are going to want to upgrade by trading Mitchell Robinson that you know and getting Andre Drummond those reports were so ridiculous when they happened because Mitch was already better than Drummond was then put all that stuff out of your mind the dude could the dude could board and if I know Tibbs uh, he, that's what he's going to be looking for, and whoever the hell they try to get to 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 fill this gap. But you know, we'll see. <clears throat> Man, this is so brutal. <laughs> Truly, uh, Jason with another with Jason. How you doing, Jason? Still have the OB traded exp- uh, player exception. Forgot about that. Six point eight million. Um, the disabled player exception does little. Um, I mean, it does. It it it's if you find a player that's making more than six point eight, but less than seven point whatever seven point eight. Uh, that's a fair point. It's a fair point, but you never know. Thanks for pointing that out, Jason. I always forget about the OB traded player exception. Robert Cross with another one. Disheartening news. Mitchell Robinson is my favorite Nick. Just wish him the best. Hashtag 53 wins. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, I'm going to I'm going to attempt to uh, put a silver lining on this. This the Mitch surgery happened five games ago or the the injury happened five games ago. I guess the, the surgery happened probably four games ago. 
Um, you have to think the team knew about this, that Mitch wasn't coming back. You have to, because th- if, if what Steph re- kind of reported is true and it screws and it's, it's a full thing, then like they, I'm, I, again, I'm guessing that they knew the deal. And they have come out, you know, over the last three games. You know what? That I, man, I wonder. Hmm. I wonder if they found out about the Mitch news before the Utah game or at some point between the Toronto game and the Utah game. And that is that why. I'm not sure someone someone could do the timeline digging and find out did Mitch even if he got the whether he got the surgery or not like it's it's entirely possible that they found out about that news before the Utah game and that might explain a little bit of their performance against the Jazz which was just all, like completely and totally like just listless and like all like nothing good that would explain a lot the silver lining I'm going to give is how they've played since then, I know they did not show up in the Clipper game defensively, but I think that had more to do with second night of back to back and the Clippers are absolutely rolling. Uh, but like really gutty Suns win, gutty Lakers win. I thought tonight was a gutty win. That's an encouraging sign to me. That's an encouraging sign. This, this team doesn't know how to let go of the rope. So good. Matt Levine, do you see Kelly Olenek as a good fit? I guess that's the name everyone wants to bring up. I mean, you know, he's, he could shoot it. He could do a little bit on offense. He's obviously not a strong defender. He's not any kind of a rim protector. Um, I don't think he's a particularly great rebounder. Um, And like, I don't like, (laughs) I don't think he's going to be cheap either. Like you're dealing with Utah. How'd that go the last time? I don't, I don't know. I, and, and again, you're, you're talking about aggregating. You're talking about building up a trade. You're talking about using 48's contract. You're talking about taking back additional money and additional players. And I, I think it would probably wind up being the three for one. And like, it's just, it's a lot. Thanks, Matt. Haitian Ferg, what's going on, Haitian? I have faith in Tibbs in the front office to make the right move to fill in for Mitch. We've got the perfect no-quit coach and the right front office to make a deal that won't kill us. Get well soon, Mitch. Yes, get well soon, Mitch. Um, uh, thanks, Haitian. Yeah, uh, totally. I... I I, I think th- I'm not worried about Tibbs or the team is going to respond. I, you know, I'm not like worried about how the front office is going to handle this. I do wonder. I do wonder how much urgency they will show. Uh, which, what does that mean, right? Well, most teams right now are not sellers, and. We talked about a team like the Bulls before, brought up Andre Drummond before. Again, the, the Bulls have won seven of 10 games. 
they're they're whatever they are. How many? What are they? A half game back of of uh, yeah, they're a game back of tenth. You know, two games back of ninth. Two and a half game or three and a half games back of eight. Like they're going to talk themselves to be an in. Like what? What's the urgency for them to just like give Andre Drummond to the? And again, people may not want Andre Drummond. Whatever, but like, what's the urgency for them? Like the teams that are, like, is Utah clearly going? Like, let's say that the, the the Jazz, you know, would be open to trading uh, Kelly Olynyk now. Well, it's fucking December. They're not going to give him away now, uh, even if they did feel that sense of urgency. Like, there's so few teams right now that are just like clearly sellers and even them like if you're going to try to lowball them they're going to be like well no <laughs> i'll hold out it's tough tough situation um robert cross with another one i didn't want to waste capital for some stupid center i heart's time to shine sims taj back up and or play julius at the five hashtag 53 wins so the so that's the part we haven't talked about and i guess we probably should have i should have spent more time on initially um, I I just the Julius at the five thing between the complete and total lack of rim protection between how much they're going to hurt on the boards and the fact that like I, I don't know what you really gain from that offensively like Julius is doing what he's doing with a traditional center on the floor. So it's not like all of a sudden you're like opening up the offense. The Knicks already have one of the best offenses in the NBA since the first week or two weeks of the season. So I I, I don't know that I love that as an option. I, I think you're more on point by suggesting like they're just going to have to roll with Taj and Sims for a while, which like, I don't know. Is that nuts? Maybe not. But again, we're talking moving forward into the playoffs. So. And and in terms of wasting draft capital, like they're not they're not giving up like a first round pick or anything. Like you're talking about like they got some they got a good second in the piston second, so. Yeah. We'll see. Juanon. Uh, there's no chance Jonathan Isaac is available, right? Want to talk about a guy Tibbs would love and can play the five, protect the rim. Yeah, it makes a ton of money. Um, you know, Orlando's winning games. Uh, he's kind of a part of their defensive identity. I know he didn't play that many minutes. Uh, certainly not going to give like, <clears throat> like, what would that trade even look like? I mean, is he? I, I'm, is he expiring? Does he have another year left? I don't you know. I just, I don't see it. I don't, I don't see it. But listen, crazy things, right? What is he? Yeah, expiring 17. No, sorry. There's another year left. 17.4. I don't, I don't know if there's any option, uh, anything, uh, options on that year. I'll look that up right now, though. Again, I don't think that that's. You know, the interesting thing, as I'm just talking out loud, is, and I, I no one's going to want to hear this right now, but if there was a center 
Oh no, it's not guaranteed. Sorry, his salary for next year is uh, is is a is, I believe, completely non guaranteed. Yeah, completely non guaranteed. So, you know, maybe that's something. Um, if they do find a center that has an additional year with like significant money left on his contract, I do wonder if that would impact their thinking in terms of re-signing Hardenstein in the offseason. Because the thing is, again, they, they can resign him. I think they're going to have to go basically give him the max that they can as an early bird free agent. Because some team out there is going to be willing to give him the uh, full, I think at least, the full non-tax player mid-level. So I think you're going to have to beat that. You know, I wonder if that would impact their they're thinking there. We'll, yeah, we'll see. Getting getting a little ahead of ourselves here. Eric Fernandez, Vooch, God, no, 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 uh, no, 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 no. Sorry, Eric. It's not not so not the George you're looking for. Uh, Daniel, how about Goga Bataze on Orlando? I mean, Goga's been really good for them. He was just starting center for a while. Now, Wendell Carter Jr. is back. So I guess now does Goga go back into, into mothballs? Because, you know, they have their whole kind of rotation already set. Expiring $2 million contract. That's an interesting name. That's an interesting name. Now, again, it's December. It's December 20th. If Leon Rose calls up, I don't know who the hell Orlando's GM is, but he calls them up tomorrow and be like, hey, you're not using Goga Bataza anymore. You think you might want to send them our way? Like, okay, great. Like, what are you giving us? We're trying to beat you. We're trying to finish higher in the standings than you. We're not going to just help you out for some, some bullshit pick. The, the Magic have a ton of picks. And they, and they have a ton of young players. I don't know if they necessarily need some second round pick. Like they're gonna they're gonna help the Knicks out. Why? Why? I don't I don't I don't know. It's tough. Thanks, Daniel. And that's the thing about this is it's you you are talking about get, like now that you're looking at it through the next the rest of the season, but now that you know it's gonna be the rest of the season. The urgency, how much does it go up? Or do you still look at it like we could still make it through the next couple of months? We thought we were going to be able to make it through the next couple of months anyway. You know, we could, so, so what? We'll just make a trade at the trade deadline. I, I don't know. I don't know how much that changes their thinking. I'm sure it does, but I don't know how much. Anyway, um, Mythic Monty, he's currently hurt until January. I knew someone was going to go here. Mason Plumlee's a guy I could see the Knicks targeting at the deadline to replace iHeart role. Um, on the bench. So Plumley obviously got hurt in uh, their game against uh, the Knicks earlier this season um, for the place for the Clippers. So Plumley makes five million. He's expiring. So both of those check the box. Um, I was just looking at Tucker. Tucker has a player option for next year, and the Knicks aren't touching that willingly. Um, Plumley's a good name. Plumlee's a good name. Plumlee might be the best name that I've that I've seen. Now, 
I, again, the Clippers are a team that's trying to win a championship this year. Are they like, I know they've been good recently. They may want, they may want Plumlee as part of their team, you know, moving, moving forward. Um, they, they may not want to give him away. I, I don't know. I kind of want to, I want to see something really quick. I want to see what their current like rotation is. So, so then, I mean, they've basically been playing. Oh, that's right. They signed Tice. I forgot about that. They signed Tice. They signed Tice. That's the best name. That's the best name. Good job by you, Mythic Monty. Um, that's the best name that I've heard. Absolutely. And that's something that, again, they that 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 makes a fuckload of sense because they have Tice there. They'd be more amenable. You want to talk about a team with their outgoing draft assets that they've already traded away for this, that, and the other thing. You want to talk about a team that absolutely would relish um, a, a, maybe a couple of second-round picks, get some cheap influx of talent. That's... That's a good one. Bad job by me that I didn't bring that up until now. Um, Kevin Danishevsky, I can't believe I'm saying this, but is it Dwight? Uh, no. No, it's not. Next. Uh, Robert Cross, first time, long time. It's your boy, John. I don't want Andre Drummond. Hashtag 53 wins. Well, you don't want anybody who's not currently on the roster. If it was up to you, the 12 players that are whatever, or 13 players that are currently on the Knicks would play for the Knicks until uh, you're dead and I'm dead and we're all dead because you never want to see anybody get traded or anybody get traded to the team or anything. It's just, you know, this is what you want. So... Thanks so much for your generous contribution, Robert. Uh, Jay Berg, just joined the stream. Sad news. J- Jared Allen for cheap. No, 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 no. The, the, no. Cavs ain't trading uh, Donovan Mitchell, and they sure as hell ain't trading uh, Jared Allen. Thanks, Jay. Uh, Hushu, Javal McGee doesn't have a consistent role now. I forget where he even is. Um, I, I know he... He was on Dallas. Did he, is he still on Dallas? Does he? I think he got bought out. He's with some other team now. I, sh- I should know where he is. That's a bad job by me that I don't. I like Plumlee a lot better. Um, but I'll humor you and look up where the hell Javal McGee is playing right now. Oh, he's on the Kings. Okay. Um. Yeah, I. I don't know how much does he have left. Like Plumlee, at least I know Plumlee was still a good NBA player as of this year. Like McGee wasn't a good player last year when he lasted all of a week in Dallas's rotation after being promised the starting center job. Like Plumlee's good. Now you probably get McGee for cheaper, but. Thanks, Hush. Hayden Freed, backup center was our niche. Strength became a weakness. Yep. Amen to that. True, true story. David, David, what's going on, David? I think you just play out the season with iHeart and Sims. 
get DeMar for cheap, get some size. Why, are we, why do we want DeMar DeRozan? Uh, only one ball. A lot of guys already that like it, want it, need it. Um, I don't know that you're getting DeMar on the cheap. DeMar wants to get paid. Uh, just no. Uh, as far as playing out the season with Lightheart and Sims, uh, maybe I I think they're going to make a move. I think they're going to acquire somebody. Would be my guess. Jeremy Trace, here's an idea: get Boogie, <laughs> the least tipsy player on earth, to come back from Taiwan. Way to ruin a perfectly good night, Shams. Yeah. Tell me about it. Uh, hashtag, we can't have nice things. No, apparently not. Apparently not. Uh, so, L Coriano 11, I'd be lying if I did not admit that when this news dropped down and I was ragging my brain for potential replacements, this player's name did not cross my mind. And that is Kylo Quinn. Now, <laughs> Kylo Quinn has not played NBA basketball in some time. <laughs> he is amongst like Nick Centers, not named Patrick Ewing. I think it's Taj number one, and then Kylo Quinn is a very close number two. I don't know that Kylo Quinn is the is the is the guy that we sh- is the tree we should be barking up right now. <clears throat> RJ team. Uh, Taj is a perfectly capable backup center. I, I, you know what? He might be. Again, nobody loves Taj more than me. If you're, if you're trying to win a, a playoff series. Now, you know, like, but we're talking about all these names, you know, Drummond, Plumlee, Javal McGee, you know, like even Kelly Olynyk, you know, again, I, I talked about the reasons why I don't think that trade's going to work. Is like, is the difference that significant? Like, is the difference between any of those guys or any of the guys that you might get for the with to, to, to play this spot now? Is the difference between any of them and Taj Gibson or Jericho Sims? significant enough that it's going to make the difference in a playoff series. But then again, that might not be all we're talking about. Like we, they, they, they got to get there. They got to get there. And that like not winning, like it, it, I'll say this, here's another silver lining. Some people may not look at it as a silver lining, but it, I think this Mitch news kind of takes a little bit of the pressure off this season at this point. Like this is really tough news. If the Knicks like go out in the first round or something, I, I think it looks a lot different now that Mitch is going to miss probably the whole year and won't be there for the playoffs. I think that takes on a, a bit of a different tone, re- almost regardless of how they play without him from here on in, because he's that good. You know, all that said, I think internally, you know, Ian always has good reporting on this. I'll be curious about to read his next report, but internally, I, I have to think that there's still going to be pressure on them to make the playoffs at the very least, and like put forth a decent showing once they get there. 
you got to get there. And, and, and honestly, like, I don't know, maybe, maybe the right backup center can make the difference between them getting the six seed or the seven seed or the fifth seed or the six seed or something. Right? I don't know. Thanks, RJ team. Alex, what's going on, Alex? Hayes or Wood from the Lakers? I I know I know their rotation may be in flux. I don't, I don't know that I I don't know that I see either of those. Um, but you never know. No, I mean it's not crazy. I just I thanks, Alex. Kevin, uh, Drew. <laughs> Jerome James, Jared Jeffries, Kevin Serafin, all all wonderful names. All wonderful names. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> David, David, and his freedom uh, over my dead body. You want to see me quit doing this shit? You should go resign uh, Inez Cantor. I don't give a shit what he calls himself now. Um... And then David David also asked, will uh, Mitch be back for the playoffs? What was reported? Again, all that's reported is that to apply for the disabled player exception, you need to show evidence that it is more likely than not that the player will be out through the entirety of the playoffs. Yes. That's it. Man. Well, this is a post game I don't think I'll ever forget for a variety of reasons. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Um, appreciate the uh, support, all the contributions, the whole thing, and uh, tough, tough, tough news tonight. But if there is a team in the NBA that will not feel sorry for themselves over a loss like this, and we'll figure out a way between from the front office to the coaching staff to the roster all the way on down. And we'll figure out a way to make it work. To make it work. It's the Knicks, which is my God. Talk about the last thing I would have thought I would say about this franchise before this whole regime took over. But that is what you can say about them now because they have earned it. And so that is encouraging to me. Uh, anyway, uh, if you like the video, subscribe to the channel. Um, if you listen to this on, in podcast form, you know, rate, like, subscribe, review, whatever, all, all the all the different things. And uh, we will see you with more fun and games uh, before you know it. He's up. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.